Well, thank you very much. That's exciting. Welcome back to the Chats with Cats podcast. You're here with Rick, Dan, and Mark for another week. How are we, judges? Judges. Judges. We, we should be judges. No, judges. Oh, separate, different word. Good to be back. Rick, how's the uh, the running going? Well, you know all about this because we yeah. went for a run on Wednesday. Well, I. I don't know. Do you, do we call it that we went for a run or? Oh well, halfway I almost died. The old uh, shin splints, the uh, the calves Ultimate seized resi. up. I almost had to call the ambulance. Luckily, well, I, I came and picked you up. Yeah, you rescued me. <laughs> I, I was almost home. I'm like, Rick, please just come get me. And you did. You did the right thing. Then I we stood in the water for about twenty minutes. Hang on, did he leave you? Well, no. He 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 burnt me. I'm like, he's like, see you later. Like. Fuck you, I'm not even going to run with you. I told you to do it to He did it to me twice. Yeah. It happens. No, so. the thing here is, right, Mark always says to me, oh, you're going to smash a PB this time. You're going to, And I'm not in that headspace when I go for a run. I just want to do my run. And I fire him up. He fired me up. Yeah. So Motivation. We're cruising along and I just found myself in this rhythm and I was absolutely yeah. smashing it. And then when I turned around at the 5K, he was still pretty close behind me. I was like, oh, this is fine. Yeah. But then... I was like hooting on the way back. Honestly, if I was by myself after three k's, I would have gone. Yeah, I've just I, I need to walk this off. I was in a lot of pain, but because I was running with Rick, I'm like I'll just go to five, see how I go. Turned around because we went five up, five back. As soon as I turned around, had to stop. Took my shoes off, sat on a bench for like ten minutes, walked, jogged, walked, jogged all the way back. Got to about a kilometer away from where we started. Rick came in, rescued me, and oh my god, thank you for rescuing me! Like, yeah, he likes to look like the hero. Come was, back and pick up oh, the wounded. It was painful. Yeah, like, I was doing it to be a nice. Liar. No, no. Liar. we hop in the car, and I'm like, mate, you were going fast. Sure enough, whips out the phone. Oh yeah, what forty three minutes? Forty three fifty or something. Oh, no big deal. Yeah, mm. people. Oh. Hey, yeah, uh, we got a uh, a response. I asked Jess. You know how you were wondering what the fingernail thing meant last week. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. So she told us. Um, it's basically a. It's a, like a bit being a bit sassy, like. Ooh. It's like a hair flick for a woman. You're like, oh, I can't believe you went oh. following me. She's like, oh, whatever. Yeah, so like, that's what that means. It's, it's like, like a, a nail polish thing. Yeah, yeah. it's like a, a hair flick or a like. Oh. Oh. All of these emojis, you just don't know what they mean. Yeah, she said like between a group of girls, if they're discussing discussing like a guy, and she and one of them says like, I can't believe you sent that to him, they might respond like, yeah, I did, and then there, there goes oh. the. I might pop that emoji on the screen so people know what we're talking about. But Guys, I've, I've got some sad news for you both. I know you wanted to come to my grand final next week. I wanted you both there. Oh, we no. Got, we got knocked out. We lost the prelim by oh. nine points after leading by nine points in Ooh. the last quarter. Uh, the loss wasn't the worst thing to come out of the day. Um, my good friend, Zach Zevenboom, broke his leg late in the third quarter. Oh, no. Shit. Um, like a bad break? It was a bad break. Like Nathan Brown sort of styles? or Not that bad, but it was a bad one. And yeah. he, he was in a lot of pain. And Poor guy. Zach is a, a listener of Chats with Cats. Shout and, out, Zach. Uh, yeah, shout out to Zach. Wishing him all mm. the best in his recovery. Speedy he, recovery, He mate. is a great, great kid. And uh, he's the heart of the club. Bit of a cult hero figure. So, uh, Zach, if you're listening, uh, we're all wishing you the best in your recovery. Is he the next one to get a bronze statue at Blackwood? Uh 
next I'd to think, yours. I think so. He's yeah. a, he's a hilarious kid. He's funny. Oh, good. So this is interesting, right? Yeah. Someone terrible situation. Zach's broken his leg. Yeah. Did he carry on, or did he just like he was sore and ah uh, sort of thing, or was it like a scream situation, or? Uh, I was on the bench at the time in a rotation, and when he did it, he went down. You know when something bad happens and everyone around starts going like that? Yeah, yeah, straight away. Oh, like, wow. Bring out the stretcher. Even the Mount Barker players, our opposition, yep. were going, come out, and we're just like, oh, no. How were they, their uh, team spirit, Mount Barker, uh, overall for the day? They were they were good. Like, uh, even apparently the assistant coach messaged Zach and sort of said, you know, wishing him all the best. So oh, that's, that's lovely. Nice. That's nice. But, yeah. but the crazy thing was from the time he broke his leg to the time the ambulance arrived was about maybe an hour and a half. Oh, yeah. God. So, and he wasn't, you Get know, the bloke a green whistle for fuck's he sake. He did have the whistle, but the pain was that bad. He told me that it was only just doing enough mm. for him to still well, be in pain but for it to be bearable. You imagine if we have a COVID outbreak in SA, that, that ambulance is going to be ten and a half hours. Oh, my God. Yeah. The reason I asked about his reaction is because I went on a little outing with Moss on the weekend. Yeah. So we had to run a few errands on Saturday. We went down to Glenelg and did some shopping there and then we had to go to Bunnings. And I had to go and get some chicken manure because I got galahs eating my grass. But that's a story for another day. So I had wow. to get this fucking... These, the trolleys that you're getting bunnings are huge, right? Because yeah, they are. They're and they're long. They're really long. Heaps long. Mm. So I've got this huge trolley. Moss is sitting in it. I've got the bags of manure, and I'm going up to the register. And Moss took my attention for some reason, and I've rocked up behind this dude. And exactly that thing that I said at the start, Oh, thank you very much! The bloke in front of me screams out. Not just like turns around and says it normally. Screams it out. And I'm thinking, is he talking to me? Or I thought he might be talking to the cashier or he's having a go at someone. And then he turned around and looked at me. And I'm thinking, what's going on? So I looked down. And because, like you said, they're long, those trolleys, mm-hmm. I just kind of slightly misjudged it and I just bumped into the back of his Achilles. Now, look, we all know that that's not a pleasant thing no. to experience. It is a little bit painful. But I didn't – it wasn't like I jagged him. I would have just touched him and the guys just turned around and screamed basically. And I was just like, oh, shit. It, it I was takes- like, did I get you? And he's like, yeah, yeah, you got me. And I was like, I'm really sorry, man. Like I, I didn't mean to or anything like that. How, did, like, he, oh, oh. how did he respond to the apology? Was did He, he just get- turned around like ignored that I'd even said sorry. Although that's probably the politest way he could have got angry. <laughs> oh, thank you very oh, much. Do you know? Nah, but he's made a full scene. Like, yeah. Don't <laughs> scream at the top of your lungs in Bunnings. Like, poor Zach's gone down with a broken leg and hardly made a whimper at anyone. And this guy's just been bumped in his Achilles <laughs> very and good screamed point. at me in <laughs> Bunnings. So fuck you and your overreaction, you old bastard. Yeah, I hope he's listening. Uh, you know Unlikely, who, <laughs> but I hope so. Do you know who else is screaming on the weekend? Most of the Port Adelaide fans. Oh, shame oh my jobs. God. Okay, um, I, I'm very confident um, in my ability to know when a team's going to win. Mm-hmm. And I knew going into that game, Port were going to win. Last year, they lost by a goal. You couldn't have a better lead-up to a prelim. No injuries. The mindset's good. Uh, there's COVID around, so you might be playing at a neutral oval. No, you're playing at your home The other ground. team had been travelling. The, the other team had been travelling, the Bulldogs. The Bulldogs weren't even allowed to like train at Adelaide Oval because of COVID, which was completely unfair. Port Adelaide absolutely choked. Mm-hmm. It was an absolute disaster. Yep. I've never been so shocked 
by you, a result. Did you hear what they were saying today on the radio? And actually, a couple of days after the game, they've been saying that it's the worst loss in their history. Uh, maybe they've forgotten about the 2007 grand final. I know. A 119-point oh loss you in know a what? grand Pe- final. People often ask me, like, oh, do you prefer, you know, you're a Geelong supporter, you live in Adelaide. Do you prefer Adelaide or Port? And I think I prefer Port, and maybe part of the reason is because we fucked them up so bad in 07. It's I almost, feel bad for them. almost feel like yeah, a little a bit soft of spot. Like, like spit on them. Like, <laughs> 119 Jesus. points. Like, th- to me, they've just been a bit of a joke. I'm being a bit mean. I feel like Port supporters are more, like, loyal and, like, diehard than the Crows. Well, now you say that, but I heard a story today. I was talking to someone who was at the game, yeah. and this gentleman told me that um, he was sitting in, so it wasn't segregated like normal, like all members and then whatever. Mm. He was sitting amongst a lot of Port fans and a few Western Bulldogs fans. And he said after the first quarter, there was the majority of the Port fans around him were just hurling abuse at the players. Wow. You think, Turning like, on their players. After one quarter as well, like, yeah, fair enough. They got blown away a little bit. However, you've still got three quarters to come back and it's a mm. final. Like, don't you want to be getting around them and trying to motivate them and, you know, home ground advantage – Straight away, that that's gone. Like you start mm. getting b- like bashed by your fans, basically. Sometimes yeah, you've just I, turned it from a home game to an away game. Yeah. Sometimes I wonder with supporters, and this worries me: is it more about your genuine love for the club, or is it more about I go for Port Adelaide or whatever team? If they make me look bad because I support that team, that's like a burden on me. It makes me look bad. When in reality, you should support a club because you genuinely love that club. Yeah. Mm. Whether you're winning or losing, yep. just be positive and, that's and support your team. Yeah, that's exactly the way I see it. But yeah. the one thing I really don't like about Port, and it's not just their fans, mm. it's that fucking crap song they play at the start of every game. Mate, that's in excess. It's shit. To be honest, the, the best part about this podcast is we agree on a lot of stuff and we disagree. I disagree on this. I think it's good for the game. I, I hate I, it. I think it's a bit different. Everyone gets around it. There's a song. Do you know how much... I used to sit, Oh, it makes I used, me want to go to bed. It's, I used to sit... <laughs> lift the tempo. I used, like, get a song with a bit of oomph in it. I used to sit in the Geelong cheer squad... Oh eight, oh nine. I was in the cheer squad, right? I fucking loved it. I was obsessed. Mm. Some of the chants that we had, I'll admit that they were embarrassing. The never tear us apart thing is sort of like it has like a bit of a football vibe, as in soccer. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it, it's a bit different, and like it gets people up. So. Do you know what they've tried to replicate? It's like you'll never walk alone. Yeah. yeah. Liverpool. That's yes. what they're trying That's to replicate. exactly what they're trying to do. Mm. It's not as good, but it still works in a way. I think they just need playing a win by John Farnham. Or imagine <laughs> if they replaced it with horses. <laughs> yeah, oh, well, you know what I think of that song. <laughs> oh, fuck. Well, yeah. since we're talking about sport, something fan-fucking-tastic happened today. Yeah. Novak Djokovic got booted out of the uh, American Open in the final. Medvedev yeah. won, which was fantastic. What and seat is he, by the way? Does anyone know? What seat? Seat. Uh, what number is he? Oh, seed. seed. Uh, he would be like maybe three. Yeah, I think it was okay. four. He's a Russian, isn't he? I don't know. He's very, he's very fiery, Medvedev. He, he turns. Sounds it. Yeah, he, he fights with the, the, um, the ref and everything. Yeah, right. Yeah. So he's like a version of Nick Kyrgios that actually wins things. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> very accurate. Yeah. But um, uh, he he went. I uh, checked the scores this morning. Was it six four six four six four? I didn't even say. I just heard. So I, I think it was Djokovic's uh, opportunity to win um, 
every single Grand Slam in the same. Yeah, the Golden Slam. So he doesn't yeah. get the Golden Slam, which I'm so chuffed about. Yeah, you look oh, at you yeah. look like over the moon it's about just it. It's good. So explain to everyone why you hate him. No, I think hate is a strong word. It is, and actually. I, I don't know the guy from a bar of soap, but it's about the the public, social appearance. Yeah, and the public persona. I just think he's he's so full of his own shit. Yeah, yeah. it's like back when he started getting good. Every time he'd win, he'd like rip his shirt off. Like, mate, mm. you're not a Hulk. Like, why are you doing that? Yeah, like he, showboating to what? He he doesn't have a likable face like Fedra. Like, he's not unattractive. Uh, I don't but he think just it's to do with a, the face. I think it's to do with like. He is a very arrogant sort of guy. It's that, the smug look. That, that argues a lot with like um, the umpires and, you know, wants to make excuses and might get injured at certain times and then come back and win. I think he's not as likable as if Federer or Nadal. And I think there's a lot of people out there that would love to think that Nadal and Federer are going to go down as the better player. In my opinion, I think it will be Djokovic. Yeah. But let's think about every time Djokovic is in a major Grand Slam, the crowd is always going for the underdog. The underdog mm. that's playing Djokovic. Djokovic never gets any support, right? And I just think that, um, yeah, he's he's been hated throughout his whole career. And I remember one one match he was playing where he came from behind, and he said that the crowd were cheering so loud for the player that he was up against that he had to imagine psychologically that all of that uh, positive um, uh, – the positive cheering was aimed at him. And yeah, that's right. how he got through it. That's so clever. He's he's uh, a psychological fucking beast yeah. when it comes to winning winning games. Well, he, he goes through a lot. Talking about winning games, before – this is going to air on Wednesday night, so it'll still be before the grand final. Mm. Should we make our predictions on who we think is going to win? Because you've got the Bulldogs who have just come off a pretty tough win. Well, well, the only time in the last, I don't know how long it is, you'll probably know the stat. I will. That someone's come from out of the top four to win the grand final. 2016 Bulldogs. Mm-hmm. There yeah. you go. So, so they've, they've got history. Mm. But this would mean so much to Melbourne. Like, Yeah, and for Neil Danaher. I want, you know, he's been suffering with, um, oh, yeah. fuck, I forget the disease. What, what is it? MS. Yeah, MS yeah. and been a... A great advocate. Well, the, or whatever. the last time Melbourne won a flag was in 1964. Yeah. The last time they competed in a grand final was 1988 when they got smashed. Wasn't it 2000? So, sorry, I've, I got that wrong. Did you say, I just did something. Oh, my God. I outremembered Mark on a football thing. That's strange. That's okay. very strange. Okay, so 2000 they got belted by Essendon. In 1988 they got belted by Hawthorne. So they're going to get belted? I, my tip is Melbourne. So do you want to see Melbourne win or do you think they're going to win? You know those games that you like, you don't really know who you're going for until you start watching and then it just naturally happens? I'm happy for any result, but it'll probably come down to like what bet I put on the game. Mm. Because I'm I'm thinking my tip is Clayton Oliver, Norm Smith medal. Oh, not bad. And What about Adam Trelaw? He's a bit underdone, I think. Uh, uh, I'm sitting on the fence because... He is underdone, but he performed well on the weekend, so he's sort of back, mm. and he would be at a good price. Mm. But he's not get, he's not attending the centre bounces. He's been playing like a wing role, and he's been doesn't pushed, really always he's matter. Pushing though. forward and kicking goals, though. so he's yeah. impacting the game. Yeah, just look at value and who are you picking? Uh, I actually really like, and I mean really like to the point that I'd almost put the Western Bulldogs as my second team in the AFL now. 
Yeah, right. So I like a lot of their players, and as much as I sort of want Melbourne to win for the reasons I said before, I think I'm 60-40 on the Bulldogs. So mm. just I, I think I'm, Melbourne will win it. Just if I go back <clears throat> for one second, right, about Djokovic. We, yep. we understand he's very polarising. Mm. Most people don't like him. That's fine. There's a few things that I found or find interesting about great sports people through history. Not, most of them are dicks, really. Mm. Now, you look at probably one of the greatest sports people of all time, Michael Jordan, and you see oh, yeah. that, um, see the documentary, The Last Dance. Yep. Like, his teammates are just like, he was an asshole. Yeah. Like, he just constantly belting me around and all this sort of stuff. You look at Tiger Woods, he was just a piece of shit. Mm. Like yeah. cheating on his wife and getting into car crashes and doing all sorts of stuff. But everyone, like when he came back and won the US Open or whatever it was, the major, everyone was going for him. Oh, this would be amazing if Tiger gets back up. Like mm. people just want to like those yeah. people for some reason. Now I kind of liken Djokovic to someone like Conor McGregor, right? Mm. Now this is a really strange parody, but – Conor McGregor rose to fame and stardom and he did so well and got to the top of the sport, but he's kind of lost his shine a little bit now. And I think Djokovic was the other way around, right? So Djokovic was like really stinky for a fair while, smashing rackets and being a dick, and he's trying to clean his vibe yeah, up a lot. That's exactly what I think, yep. Okay, just why I hope you've heard about this. and It's happened less than 24 hours ago. You know what Conor McGregor did? Yes, yeah, so I was just about to okay, say. Okay, I'll let you take it because fuck me. So that was today. Was it? Yeah. yeah. What at happened? The, what at happened? the MTV Awards, Conor McGregor went up to Machine Gun Kelly. and Was and, it Megan Fox? Yeah, yeah. And he's like, oh, let's get a photo together. And Machine Gun's just like, nah, bruh. Yeah. No thanks. And so Conor McGregor's tried to fucking fight with him on the red carpet. Yeah, he threw a drink at him. That's bizarre. Over oh, like mate. a wall of media. Yeah. Mate, calm down. It's just stupid. Now, all of this, flip it, because we're talking about tennis and Golden Slams. Yeah. Someone did win a Golden Slam today. Dylan Alcott. Did he? Wheelchair tennis. How oh, good wow. is that? Bang. Good on him. We've got an Australian legend who mm. is currently going around in our midst. And I love him. Do you know why? Because he can make fun of his own disability and of other people on social media. He's the perfect um, athlete, I think. Someone that can... He's a great role model. Yeah. Just He's so positive. He's good... Fucking amazing yeah. at what he Positive, does. Positive, funny, and he's yeah, he is. I totally agree with you. One of the best. Yep. Mm. So congratulations to Dylan Alcott. That's a fantastic achievement. Very Absolutely. good. Absolutely. All right. Now before we move on, uh, another little news thing that popped up on the weekend. Did you hear about the most bizarre theft on the weekend at uh, the Peters Factory? Well, so obviously someone's stealing money out of the cash register, or no, no, no. <laughs> the, I was listening to this story, and they start showing. The footage. It's two guys that have broken into. Uh, was it Peters or was it? I forget. Golden the, North. Golden North. Golden North Company. They've ripped open a freezer on the outdoor and they've filled up a wheelie bin. Two wheelie bins. Two wheelie bins full of ice cream, valued at like what was it, fifteen hundred or three grand? I can't remember the value. Yeah. And then they've walked at home in the most casual aspect ever. And I'm thinking, one, when you get that home, you're not going to have a freezer big enough for all of that. It's going to. There's a 99% chance these people are on weed. Yeah. Like, you're like, I need ice cream right now. <laughs> but not that much. Two wheelie bins full. Oh, my it's God. It's chaos. Look, what what flavour was the ice cream? <laughs> oh, it must have been good. Oh. Scotty and Robbo are sitting at home just absolutely sh- sh- smoking a few It's a bugs. dumb theft because the product disappears. Oh. <laughs> yeah. 
you can only yep. eat so much. We need store ice cream. ASAP. You got, you got any money? Nah. I'm all like, oh, the fucking these ice cream factories around the corner. Let's go and grab an ice cream. And then when they're there, like, how much are we getting? Oh, just take all of it. Yeah. Oh, they literally did. And it's not like they got a trolley or something conventional. It's the fucking wheelie bin that's probably got shit all the way through it anyway. Speaking of Very ice cream, dumb. I've had my McDonald's McFlurry ice cream. It's in, still there. In your freezer for two weeks. Yeah, it's still is there. It, is it still okay Mate, to eat? It's fucking pure sugar. You'll yeah. be fine. So just after the podcast, I can just... Yeah, yeah, just take off the first 15 layers of ice because it's yeah. got ice frost by now. And I'm then excited. Just dig in. Oh, everyone loves ice cream. All right. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. One other thing that made me uh, a little bit disappointed was um, I was speaking to a delivery driver. I'll keep this pretty vague because, again, it's something that's going through the – not the courts, but going through something. I had a delivery driver come to my work and he told me that he'd been given a written warning. Now, the first thing that comes to your head is you think, oh, maybe he's abused someone or sworn at someone or whatever. I'll tell you what he did. Mm. He walked into a place – Delivered some products. Now, this place is actually, uh, let's say, has – it's an on-the-run. It has <laughs> it has a fast food place. I'm not going to mention the name. <laughs> it's on the run. <laughs> anyway, yeah. it has three or four different places within the place, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So he's delivering something to actual on-the-run, not the, let's say, the McDonald's or the Hungry Jacks or the Wendy's that's in there, and nor, nor to the other place. As he's leaving, he turns around to the person he's been dealing with that signed the paperwork and, and, the, and his offsider and said, bye, guys, see you later, walked out. Two days later, he gets pulled in the office, written warning. He got a written warning because a transgender person working at one of the other businesses took offence to him saying bye, guys, not even to him but to someone else within the business and on top of that took two days mental leave. Oh, no. Now, tell me this. I get it if you get offended by something. But one, maybe walk out to the car, politely go, hey, I know that wasn't directed at me, but even that term just offends me a bit. Can you maybe think about another way you could say it? Two, get someone, a co-worker, to go out and speak to him if you're not comfortable. I feel sick. Three, why (laughs) would you go to head office and report that and put the guy's job in jeopardy? Oh, my God. 2021, welcome. Yeah. All right, so I, yeah. Rick, you've been quiet. Fill in. <laughs> this is no, we're just in a state of shock, to be honest. This is this is outrageous. Do you know, without pointing or saying anything about anyone, because like you just want to, Rick, let your anger out right now. <laughs> Do you know what we said <clears throat> last week about there are good and bad people in all parts of society? Mm-hmm. It doesn't fucking matter if you are white, 
if you are of colour, if you are straight, if you are gay, if you're transsexual, if you are religious, if you're a drug taker, if you're a sports star, there are fuckwits everywhere. Yep. Oh, yeah. And I'm sorry, but if you overhear someone saying, bye, guys, and it causes you to take two days off and put that person's job in jeopardy, Mm -hmm. you should flush your fucking head down a toilet because you're a piece of shit. Yeah, I totally agree. I reckon flush it twice. Oh, (laughs) God. Leave it there for like a good 30 seconds. Now, there's a... And preferably drown. Now, this person... Is the Gen Gen Z person? Do you imagine when the majority of those get into power, we won't be able to say anything to anyone. We'll be all in jail. Like we won't be able to have opinions. What's life going to be like in ten years' time? Uh, is, do you reckon it just keep getting worse and worse? Yeah, this political correctness and all this. We've sort. talked about the word "fat" being banned by twenty thirty. That's definitely happening. Oh my god! So like, you won't be able to say much at all. This podcast will be the first thing shut down. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> But, like, yeah, it's Ah. just getting – it's too much now. Like, it's, like – It's really – Exhausting. It's really, really bad that you can't have an open discussion about Mm. anything because someone might take offence to it. Yeah. It's almost like people aren't getting offended. It's almost like they're brainwashed into thinking they need to be offended. Yes. You're correct. And it comes down to me like attention-seeking. That's what it comes down to because, realistically – you're making a massive scene over something that could have been dealt with one-on-one with that person. But this just clicked in my head. Do you remember a few podcasts back, probably 10, you said you were worried about sending an email saying, hey, guys. Yes. Yep. <gasps> there you go. I know. So now you know you can't. can't or, do it. Mm. In case. Oh my God. Has that bug been flying around the whole night? It's been in your face and your face. It's making us all look crazy because we keep looking up into air. Cool. It's down there now somewhere. Yeah, we'll Change the name to Hugs with I'm Bugs. Not, I haven't noticed. I'm just too, <laughs> too engaged in this fucking podcast right now. Yeah. All right. Oh, dear. Now, talk to us about Moss because you told oh, me oh. that things have escalated. Yeah, so this was pretty cool actually. Um, cool. So a few weeks ago you were discussing how Moss made... Halloween blue eyes. The Halloween blue eyes, yeah. Uh-oh. So we had my sister and my brother-in-law and... Family's over for dinner a couple of weeks ago. Okay. And it's kind of hard sometimes to try and discern between when he's just doing it because it's an encouragement thing. So at the dinner, we were talking about it and Rachel was telling my sister about the story, Halloween Blue Eyes, on my back, now they're in front of me, it's two girls, they're angry, they're sad, all this sort of stuff, which I told you guys all about. Yeah. And my sister's like, wow, like that's crazy, like do you reckon something, you know, every, everyone's trying to read into it, like, what is it? Which we are too. Yeah. Then whilst we were at the dinner, he was sitting at his high chair eating his food and he goes, Halloween Blue Eyes is up on the roof. Oh, no. <laughs> and so he starts crazy. just like staring at a spot on the ceiling. And so, like we were all, all there, everyone, and we were just pissing ourselves laughing like, wow, the and I, so, I thought in that instance, maybe he was just playing it up a little yeah. bit. Did you check the roof? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Because I'm buying in. Yeah. <laughs> I'm invested. But then... Maybe the you've other... got a frogger in your roof. A what? A frogger. I think they're called a... Fr- yeah, a frogger. P-H-R-O-G-E-R. What does that mean? They're people that live in your house without you knowing for a certain amount of time. Then oh. they leave and, and that go. That film? That movie? Yeah, how oh, good is that's it? That's a fucking sick movie. Mm. Did I've, you recommend? I reckon you recommended me that. Film. I don't think I've talked to you about it. What movie is it? Fucking hell, I'd watch it with you again. It's I don't know. Amazing. It's oh. uh, we'll have to find it. It's on Netflix. Oh, it's a great mm. film. Yeah. Continue. But anyway, it could be a frogger. In I your don't roof. think it is because I've been in the ceiling recently, mm. and it didn't look like there's any signs of people living there. Yeah. So anyway, 
on, I think it was on Saturday night, Rachel normally, once the boys are down in bed, before we go to bed, she'll go in and just check on him and then, like, if Moss has kicked the blanket off, she'll put it back on him. And or if like he's that. just hovering in the corner of the room. Yeah. Well. Like in midair. No. <laughs> no, like, he wasn't hovering, oh. but she goes in there and he's just sitting bolt upright staring out the window. Oh, no. And she's like, Moss. And, like, his eyes are open and everything. And he wouldn't respond to her or anything. And he was, like, frozen still. And then she went, she's, like, creeped up to him and, like, laid him back down and his eyes were still open just like, Oh no, 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 no! And then, and then his head He's, does like a full three. Yes, just starts vomiting into it. <laughs> Dude, that's fucked. That's yeah, like, so, oh, look, something's definitely going on with him. But is um, stay tuned because something else is bound to happen. I, Dude, you've fucking built on a burial ground. I tell you, he's he's possessed. Or maybe, oh no, I'm I wouldn't no, explain I, that. I reckon he's just going to be like a film director, like real creative Wait, sort of Do you like, know what's becoming fairly common now? Not like every second kid, but maybe one in every few hundred thousand. Yeah. They're remembering prior lives. So when they see a map, they'll go, oh, mum, that's where I used to live. And it'll be like somewhere in the middle of Russia. Then they'll start explaining all these objects and things that haven't existed for 30 or 40 years. I've heard of this. And then parents are going like, what the fuck? And it's like, yep, yeah, I used to work as this. And... You know, that job doesn't exist anymore Like, and there's no way the kid would have known what that is. It's yeah. never been taught it. It's never been in the country. So what you're getting at is almost like uh, a second life. A re- reincarnation, yeah. Jesus. And people, or not people, but kids up until a certain age are remembering a lot. And usually as they get older, mm. those memories fade even more. But some kids get to mm. adulthood and still remember things with do clarity. You, do you guys get crazy deja vu with things when things happen and you're like, oh my God, I feel like this has happened before. Sometimes I've heard this, but I get that a hell of a lot. I haven't yeah. had it recently, actually, yeah. but sometimes it is scary. Hey, hey, do you want to know one other crazy story before yes. I give you the story? Yep. <clears throat> my mum remembers being born. What? My mum? No, no one remembers being born. My Your mum's mum, a liar. Liar. No, she's a liar. <laughs> I can talk about my mum. I'll smash you. Yeah. You know I don't let people talk about my mum. She's not a liar. Okay. So. In the birthing room, whatever it was, mm. she was born in Italy and she remembers being delivered and then she remembers what the nurse said afterwards and the nurse said something like, that's not a very good looking baby. And then years later, she said to my nonna, I remember someone saying that I wasn't a very good looking baby as soon as I was born. And she was like, <clears throat> oh, Jesus. So That's really choked you up, hasn't it? <laughs> no, and then my grandmother was like, "Touchy subject." Was like, "How do you know that? No one's ever told you that." Mm. She know, and she rem- she's like, "I remember it as clear as day." I feel like this. Okay, I'm not calling her a liar. You fucking better. I'm not, not be, calling mate. her a liar. I think it's probably like when people see ghosts, they truly believe that they believe they've remembered that. But here's two flaws in the thing. Being that young, you haven't even worked out what language is yet, so no. Second, I reckon someone said it in a room when she was younger and maybe has held on to hearing that and then put it into a thing. Well, That's what I believe. That's good for you. But Thanks, mate. I'll take that home. There's nothing – you're out of your own home. <laughs> <laughs> there is nothing that else could explain it. Oh, I just did it. No, that doesn't work. <laughs> my, my grandmother was like, I do not understand how you could possibly know that. She's like, no one's ever told you that, blah, 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 whatever. And it's, she's like, but it did happen. So let me ask this then. From that day, her birthday one, in the next sort of four or five weeks, did she remember other weird shit? 
Or is it just a one-off? don't know. We should get her on the podcast and well, ask her. I've got a question for you. Mm. Uh, in your lifetime, looking back at your whole life, uh, is there a memory that stands out as the oldest memory you have of when you were a baby or a kid growing up? Can you recall something and you go, that is the longest memory I have of when I was at my youngest? Yeah, being attacked by a dog at four. Mm. Funny that. Um, at a party... Uh, Next door neighbour burnt a sparkler on my singlet when we were running around, and I was about four as yeah, well. Yeah, it's a traumatising. So we're things. talking four years old, mm. and Rick's mum, newborn, mm. just crazy. shows how crazy that is. So I'm not going to say anything more. I'll have a discussion with her in private. Five seconds old, even. Yay! All right, I made them a little less hard Uh-oh. this week. There's always pressure going first or second. It can ruin the night. All right, I'll, I'll give you a hint. Going third is not great. <laughs> <laughs> All All right. Right. I'll go first. Okay. You're going to go third. You'll love this question. Oh, good. Name three characters from the Jurassic Park series. Uh, 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 <laughs> wow. Did you that- love that film. <clears throat> the films. Hammond. Uh, T-Rex, Velociraptor, oh, <laughs> Pterodactyl. Oh, like you I would have had to I, give that. I would have had to give that and I didn't even think about that. Yeah, I just oh. a blank. Oh, no, I was about to say Sam Neill. I'm like, well, that's, <laughs> that's, that's his act. That's the actor. Did you get so excited that you choked? I think sometimes the easy they are. And I'll rephrase like, that. Did you get so excited that you port? Yeah. Oh, no one got the I joke. would have said Colonel Sanders, <laughs> Newman from Seinfeld <laughs> and the T-Rex. Okay. I'm so disappointed myself. <laughs> you should have gone second. I didn't even say one. <laughs> All right. uh, you said like butthead. <laughs> Jurassic <laughs> Park, 1993. Do I get bonus points for knowing the year it came out? Nope. No. All right. nah. Moving on. All right. Name three bugs you'd find in your garden at home. Worms, Slater beetles and earwigs. Yeah. Yeah, I don't mind that. You're trying to look for flaws in it. No, like, no, I'm just looking at your reaction. <laughs> okay. Name three animal, animals. Animals? Give me Name an three, animal. Three animals starting with the letter T. Uh, Trinosaurus Rex. <laughs> um, turtle. Um, uh, Bad luck. All right. You ready? Can yeah. you name me a couple more? Turtle. Tortoise. Uh, turtle. Ti- what? Turtle. Uh, tapir. Tiger. Tapir. Tiger. Um, Tiger, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, name three ways to impress a woman on a first date. Pay for the meal, bring a fresh bunch of flowers, and pay for a taxi home. Well done. Well done. Just got in there. I've Nah, he started. No, no, no. I'm having a look at the, the footage. Yeah. He's just got in. Yeah, I thought so. I think yeah. if, you, if you're going in strong and confident with a sentence as the buzzer goes. Yeah. I let you finish it. Oh, you have to give a little bit of latitude. Yeah. All right. (laughs) No, you've got another one of these. Name three Looney Tunes characters. Uh, Daffy Duck, Bugs Bunny, and Lola Bunny. What was the last one? Lola Bunny, that's right. Okay, cool. Jesus Christ. I didn't hear what you said the name of. How about with Space Jam, the new one, that they've taken Lola Bunny's boobs away from her? I'm not happy about that. Mm. Mate. Actually, Gen Z asked for that, by the way. Did they? No. Of course they did. Give the poor bunny her boobs back. Did you guys enjoy the new space? Ma- I haven't seen. Space it. I haven't seen it yet. I, I, it was okay. I liked it. I didn't love it. Nothing. It's hard to beat the first one. Yeah, LeBron's better than Michael Jordan. Anyway, moving on. Oh, I really wish 
that you had this question. Name three places you could hang a picture of a rocket. Uh, on your wall, from your car, rear wind mirror, and in, at work. <laughs> oh, I ran out of time. <laughs> oh, I wanted you to get that so bad. Yeah, that that question was obviously planned <laughs> for you. Rick would go, Rick thought, would go first. Yeah, <laughs> you, want, you wanted to piss me off. <laughs> oh god. Oh, so good. Uh, any any of our regular listeners would understand what we're doing here. <laughs> All right. Well, we've got a couple of subjects left, so let's get into. Um, I didn't see this, but you were talking about uh, Joe Biden got booed by his own followers or people or whoever they are. Um, was it Louisiana, you said? Yeah, the hurricane that came through and he rocked up and just got absolutely bombarded with hate. And is that because of the Afghan situation? Well, it, it yeah, what? basically it could have been for a variety of things, but he got absolutely crucified. And uh, it's interesting, like, uh, you know, when Trump was president, he's all over the news. Mm. Every single time, Trump, Trump, Trump. Since Biden's come in as president, you don't hear anything no. because he's just not interesting. No mm. one wants to hear about him at all. Apart from the decision he's made about Afghanistan, but prior to that, absolute silence. He's just been. It, does that mean that, one, the Australian media don't care? Is it bigger in the US? Because we wouldn't know. What, well, is it is it a case of no news is good news or is it a case of you need to be, it doesn't matter if you're pissing people off, mm. you just need to be in the media? What do you reckon? I think it's a case of if you're entertaining and you have value and you're going to draw in views, then you're going to be in our news report. Yeah, that's and all the media you, care if about. If you offer nothing, then you're not going to be in there. Uh, <laughs> but that's that's not that's not what about like being a a good president is and doing a good job. Like Trump was like, you know, like an entertainer, like draws in views. Everyone wants to know what he's doing because he's fucking, you know, scat. Yeah, that guy's so scat. But have you yeah. seen like? If you look at a side profile of Biden, his hair is just as bad as Trump's. It's shocking. Let me ask you a question, and this will explain everything. If you wanted to go out and party with a president, would you party Trump. with Trump or Biden? Trump. You want to fucking party with Trump. Right? <laughs> that that's, that's pretty much sums it up. A party with fucking Biden would be listening to in, that In Excess song and sitting down on a couch. And going home at 10pm. Yeah. With Trump, you're probably at, you know in Vegas at 5am. Yeah, of course we are. Yeah. yeah. In a helicopter or some shit. Yeah, something cool. But yeah. You notice looking at him, he looks so worn down and they, everyone was warning everyone at the start of the election, like oh. how long is he actually going to serve at this four-year term? No, but it was – look, at the start of the election, you had either we're re-electing Trump mm. or then they put up Biden. Who was his other running the mate? The contingency Bernie plan. Sanders. He's even older. Yeah. Like that guy's in a fucking Zimmer frame, let's be honest. But, but then did you see the other headline that all of the candidates who ended up being um, – voted for pre-selection or whatever it is before they start to vote for the president. Mm. Bill Clinton is still younger than all of the people. That's a crazy yeah. stat. That's insane. Mm. That's crazy. He, how long ago was he president? Uh, like, Clinton uh, finished 96. Up, uh, Clinton finished up in the like, late 90s, 2000, yeah. and George W. Bush came in right bang on when 9-11 yeah. happened. So. That's crazy. I think Biden's got a person that's going to come in if he gets too unwell. It's a woman. I can't remember her name. Kamala Harris. Is that it? That's the deputy yeah. president, yeah. vice president. So right. maybe they're just like, that's just try and get a year out of him and then see you later. I yeah. don't know. But the other thing we were talking about the other day was how hard it is for people in their 70s or even 80s to get employed. Yeah. Number yeah, one okay. thing. So you can't scan my shopping and groceries at Woolworths anymore because you're senile, mm. but you can run the biggest country in the world. Yeah. No dramas. Yeah. Go for it. Yeah. 
you, you just don't get any of the same, you know, memory loss, skill loss that everyone else does. Ah, sharp as attack. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense to me. How does, yeah. how does that work? Why, why would you, I don't know, is it just because you've proven yourself over so long? Is the job of being a politician now so undesirable that younger generations just don't want to do it? Nah, there's, pe- there's heaps of kids that are like why hasn't fighting. Any, why hasn't anyone gotten to that stage then? I think it must be the experience. It's got to be the experience that gets them over the line. But surely there has to be some sort of balance between experience and almost death. Like, mm. you've got to work it out. There's going to be someone... Like, I would like to see a president be in his mid-40s, like really up and about yeah, how good current times. Yeah, but no one... Well, they never get voted in. And I don't know enough about their politics to know why. I don't know who's... It's a good subject for us to talk about. Yeah, No right. one knows anything about it. But anyway, we have run out of time for tonight. So, do the things. <laughs> that smile was so bad. What was the smile? Do it again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't want all to right. say it Thanks very much for listening, everyone. Please join us and follow us on all of our platforms, including Instagram, The Talk, YouTube, and Apple Podcasts and done Spotify. It. Well done. We'll see you later, guys. Dukshin. Goodbye. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.